Hey everybody, welcome again to the Forever Milk Podcast. This is episode three, and if you don't know who we are, we're a podcast that reviews albums, uh, primarily rock albums, but sometimes other things as well. This week we're doing Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight, and which you know already because you read the title. Um, so what do we have to say about this? Um, this? This is, we've had about a month to sit on this thing, I guess. What, do you, what, what is that about? Well, I guess you don't know. I had to tell you that the album came out. Yeah, I? I'm not the biggest Foo Fighters guy, but I do um, appreciate them and give them credit where their credit is due. I like quite a bit of their stuff, but I'm not like as head over heels for them as you are, I think. Um, yeah, I, by the way, people, I, I, do, I know like all their albums and I'm not bragging, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm familiar with their music and been following them for quite a few years, but um kind of a weird album to hear i think for everybody who's familiar with them um probably i think definitely is a divisive album and will continue to be a divisive album because the elephant in the room is that it's just so different for them and it doesn't sound like a typical foo fighters record on most most songs um so over uh, I'll, I'll talk about it overall once we get to the end, I guess. Um, but um, going forward, I think I'm pr probably on at least some of the songs going to review um, the songs as a uh, Foo Fighters song and as a just a song in general on its own. Because it, if I just rate these like on the basis of being a Foo Fighters song, I'm just going to say this doesn't make sense as a Foo Fighters song and, you know, that wouldn't necessarily be fair because it's, I think a lot of them are good songs. Um, they, they just don't necessarily make sense on a Foo Fighters album. Um, what do you think? Is that fair? Um, yeah, I, I think that um, just for the sake of consistency, we should still kind of lump that score into one. Um, <clears throat> lump those two together. Um, unless yeah. you feel the need to separate them, but um, let's, I, I think it would be a good talking point to be able to discuss them as Foo Fighters songs, but I think overall, right, right. Okay, the, yeah. uh, overall the rating I think would make most sense just as like an individual track. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get into it. Um, making a fire is number one. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> an interesting like... choice for an opener. Um, definitely not blown away. I'll, I'll start there. Um, a few things that I noticed right off the bat um, with this album, um, especially showing up on this track, is there's a very almost scratchy sound to a lot of the fuzz tones that they've chosen to go with for their guitars. And I'm not sure that I'm a huge yeah. fan of that. I think it's fine. I think it fits well enough. Um whether it fits my taste a whole lot, I don't know so much on that. Yeah. Regard. Um, I'm not as big of a fan of that either, especially since I know like how amazing of like guitar tones they can get. I, I have no idea what kind of amps and stuff they were using on this album. Um, I know uh, live Dave has been using like for the past 10 years or so, he's been using almost exclusively like a Fender Tone Master and he's used that a lot in the studio too, but um, yeah, the guitar tones are not 
completely happening like all the time on this album. But this one is, is pretty decent. Um, I like the riff um, in the verse. Um, I, I think the song is really good. Um, it's it would have made more sense as a Foo Fighters song if they didn't put so much emphasis on the background vocals, the chicks singing in the background. That's fair. Um, and I will say, since those are present so much on this album as a whole, um, that it honestly didn't bother me very much going from track to track. But on this particular track, they felt very overblown to a sense uh where they they were very much focused on and it felt very very cheesy yeah. at least the way that they're implemented especially it's you like know, including the music. claps that felt just really like gimmicky and kind of like hey look we've got this <clears throat> choir and now uh, we can do the clap thing Kumbaya, you know um, you know it was fine i guess uh didn't really feel necessary i think um yeah i think they leaned on it as a um as like a hook you know because when they first came in at the beginning of the song it, it's just the main riff like kept going in the background i mean the rest of the band kicks in at the same time but they're playing the the riff that they were just playing and instead of like writing something else over the riff to be like a hook you know they just fuse that and i don't think that's a good direction for them to go in um and they're going to alienate a lot of people if if they keep leaning into that as part of their sound because i think it takes a lot of the edge out of the songs you know with mm -hmm. especially with a band like this that has a lot of danger and a lot of aggression a lot of the times so um another thing that i want to mention <clears throat> and and this is not necessarily exclusive to this track either i i'm not a fan of the mix on this record i feel like it gets mm -hmm. a little bit better on some of the later songs um on this particular track it seems like it could be a bit fuller, um, especially on regards to the vocals. I feel like there's a bit of an unusual room placed on them, um, and they're mixed they recorded very, in house. yeah, they're mixed very low into uh, the mix as a whole. Like I, I feel like they could be a lot more present. Um, and you know, I yeah. know that there's kind of like a trend these days, at least in a lot in the indie scene where like having a weird kind of room on the vocals is like a thing and it can work really well in some instances. I just don't think that it was a good choice here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, is that you think is your biggest gripe with this song? Uh, I think that's my biggest gripe with this record as a whole. Um, but uh I don't know. I don't have any super strong feelings towards this song one way or another. It was kind of bland yeah. for me. There wasn't any really like crazy standout moments, you know, good or bad. Um, the most notable thing for me was the vocals and the the background vocals. Um, and they're just kind of there. It was a little cheesy on this track. Um, so I mm -hmm. think overall I'm just going to give this one a pretty neutral five. Uh, don't have yeah. much else to say on that. Yeah. If you asked me like a week or so ago, I maybe would have given it like seven. Um, I think the melody is great. I think you can still hear how good of a songwriter Dave is. Um, like we were talking the other day, and I, I said that I think he is, in my opinion, he's the best songwriter out there. And that offsets on this album, I think, some of the weird and maybe misguided artistic choices that they have made mm -hmm. 
I guess maybe on purpose, maybe not in an attempt to like, you know, just make something that doesn't sound like a Foo Fighters album at all, you know? And so, I, I mean, my, my point is like, I think you can tell how good of a song this, like the kind of basic idea of this is and like the melodies and, but I don't know, maybe not as best as they could have done. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's like, it, it earns its spot on this album at least. And, um, so I'll, I'll give it like a, like a six right now. And my ratings are weird because like my feelings towards music are always changing. Um, but right now I'll, I'll, that might be a little too mean to give it a six. I feel so mean cause Dave is like a, like a puppy dog whenever he gets so excited about a new album and like, um, you know, I feel like I'm kicking a puppy by giving it a six because he's he's already said like how excited he is to play this song among others live. Hey man, um, be honest, kick that puppy. Say what you think. That puppy. Dave Wait till Dave sees <laughs> this and decides he hates you because you told, yeah. told him his song was shit. <laughs> I get a I get a text from him in the morning saying, "Hey man, fuck you." <clears throat> that's and that's all. all right. And then uh, just from Dave Grohl saying that I'm telling me to fuck myself like I'll have to never show my face in public again <laughs> or a black van with two F's on it are going to take me away and I'll never be seen again yep you disgraced the Foo Fighters name Tim yep alright what do we got next track number shame. two shame shame this one mm. this was the first thing people had heard from the Foo Fighters in like three years they put out this single and we're going like what the fuck are they going to do like it's been three years and then they put out this I was this, not. I, I was, this is a low point on the album for sure. Um, lots of things going on here I didn't like. Now I'll say, I really appreciate that they were trying to do something really, really different here. Uh, I just think that this is not an instance where it works out. I don't think any of the pieces really come together in a very cohesive way. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of things I can say. It's it's just a very strange song overall, I feel like. Even outside of the Foo Fighters context. What your audio can out? Um, it's very strange uh, as a song. Yeah. Even outside of the Foo Fighters context, it's a bit unusual. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if I told you this, but he was like, there was a lot of Bowie influence on this album, that they said. and I would not know, have gotten when... Bowie from this song. Uh, maybe yeah. some of the later stuff, I would have gotten some Bowie. Actually, there was a few yeah. tracks later on where I felt like there was some 80s influence going on for sure. Um, well, I, I would not have gotten remember, Bowie from this. Yeah, well, they actually recorded the album a long time ago, and I remember hearing him talk about it and reading things here and there, going like, I mean, you know, it would be mixed in with like, it's the baddest motherfucking record we've ever made. Not exactly like that, but, you know, artists always brag about their newest uh, albums which they should um but like thinking like, like hearing about it's going to be this it's going to make you dance and it's going to be our party album is like uh, okay like but we'll see you know whatever um and then this is what they came out with i was like i knew it i knew they were going to do this like you know just completely do something that they i, I don't want to say they don't have any business doing because they can do what the fuck they want. Um, but they shouldn't have done, I'll say that. Like, 
they're going off in a direction that doesn't work for them. But that you know, I sh I shouldn't say that like because that's just this one song and this none of the rest of the album really sounds like that. Um, but I used to kind of despise the song, but now I just have like no feeling towards it at all. Mm -hmm. Basically, I, I guess I just have to give it like a five. You know? I think I think it's pretty bad. Um, you know, not even necessarily just in context to the Foo Fighters. I just think this isn't a very well um, well done song. I think that the room on the drums is obnoxious and completely like overbearing. They feel so distant. Um, it was just a puppy little again. bit too much. I'm gonna kick the fucking puppy. Dave <laughs> said this was like his favorite drum sound they've ever gotten, or, well, like, or something like that. You know, he really I, dug the drums. You know, sound. he can say I disagree. Um, it's not very crisp. It's just so airy. There's so much like extra space that's completely unnecessary. I think that the chorus is very lackluster and it has a very weak melody. It never really builds properly. Um, yeah, it doesn't build up to anything. There's like hardly yeah, any dynamics. It feels like the song has a lot of potential to build into something, and it never does. Um, so overall, I walked away from this track feeling like I had a very strange, lukewarm experience with it, and so I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I, I believe so far, that's... Actually, probably by far the lowest rating we've given something. Not uh, by far. But, um, there's a there's one lower coming up. What soon. a shame! The new Foo Fighters album. Um, I, I'm not, by the way, happy to just slam the. I, I, like I've told, said, I've loved the Foo Fighters, and but you know, I, I'm, I'm telling not you, happy. If we, if, we, if we ever get to pair, I like I love the shit out of Paramore, but if we ever get to their self titled record on here, I'm gonna rip that thing. You people, <laughs> let me tell album. you something. If you like that album, just stop hey, listening. I mean, you have you have your own tastes. You're welcome to have your own. No, no, no. I mean, I just stop listening them. because you're not gonna like us very much. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's... actually no. Keep listening because um, we need the viewers. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need... anyway. Also, we would love a sponsorship. That would... I think we're a little early from in GameStop for that. You know, GameStop sponsorship. Hey. Yes. <laughs> dying company um cool so yeah cloud spotter next cloud spotter uh oh i don't like this song at all no you don't <laughs> i just feel like nothing in this song comes together the way it needs to um for me this is absolutely the weakest song on the album um mm -hmm. i don't think there's much redeeming um as far as different aspects of it go i think that the guitar tones are aggressively fuzzy here to the point that they're a little overbearing. Um, the mix, I'll give it the mix has, I, I actually think the mix on this track is one of the better mixes of the album overall. Um, but I think mm -hmm. that the lyrics are some of Dave's weakest, um, especially considering, and this isn't the only like artist that I've heard do this, but they, they pronounce guillotine wrong. And it's, it's yeah. a sort of a pet peeve to hear, um, Yet another artist I like say guillotine. So confidently too. Yeah. Um, you know, high school dropout. What are you gonna do? It's fine. You're gonna yeah, mispronounce a word every now and then. It's it's just definitely um, odd. And I, I just I think that there the the guitar riff in the pre-chorus and the guitar riffs in the the chorus are are kind of uh, aggravating. 
um, and a little bit yeah. repetitive and not the most interesting way. Yeah. And, you know, to finish off what I have to say about this track um, is the bridge is very strange. It comes out of nowhere and it builds really intensely, really quick, and then there's no payoff. It just drops right back down. So for mm. me, practically every aspect of this song was an absolute negative except for the mix. So I'm, but I don't, yeah. it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. So I'm going to leave it at a two. Yeah. Um, you're being generous and giving it a two. Man. I've heard, um, I've heard much worse. So this was, um, th- this was actually a point where I thought like, Oh, here we go. Like this is some good kind of, starts to sound like Foo Fighters a little bit, you know, um, in my opinion. I actually dig the um, the guitar tone in the verse and the riff in the verse. Uh, it's, it's just really fun to listen to, despite what I just said about it. Um, the, the lyrics in this song, I just don't take them too seriously. Like, I don't think they're, you know, egregiously bad, but, you know, it's just like not every song... Uh, and especially in the Foo Fighters uh, are going to have great lyrics. And so I just, you know, I just don't think it, but they're funny because like, particularly in the chorus, it sounds like, (laughs) it sounds like just lyrics that are just rock lyrics that were made by a bot, like AI bot. You know what I mean? Just stuff that sounds kind of cool, but doesn't really mean anything. Swing, swing, queen. practically everything all time low has ever written. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I sorry. That was that uh, was a that was a low blow, and somebody's probably going to kill me for that. I just yeah, you know. yeah. But I, um, li- I like all time low, so I you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't shoot it. We 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 left. Um, we I shouldn't say we. I don't listen. To no, them, I mean but... I've been with them for a long time. I think that they yeah. That, that's another topic for another day. Yeah. Well, uh, I was saying yeah, the lyrics are like. They're just they're just funny to me. They sound like, you know, royalty free kind of rock music <laughs> if it had like lyrics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or fair like, enough. you know, rock music written for a TV show kind of thing. Like if there's a character in a show where who's like a rock star and and yo, I just got these rad lyrics. Check this out. This is the chorus. Swing, swing, get a train queen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's bang, bang, bang. Oh my gosh. Um but I, but I really like this song. Um, it, it, the, I, it's, it is weird for me to get past like the um, the background vocals because again, it, I'm just generally not a fan of that in the first place for Foo Fighters. Like they they did a pretty good job of it on Concrete and Gold, where like it was it was supplemental rather than like kind of one of the main focuses of whatever the song is or whatever the hook or riff is and. So, you know, it's just it's just weird, but um I actually think it works decently well and when he's singing those like that style of singing, I guess, like kind of low singing in the verse. Um but uh okay, well I'll give this song seven. Seven feels good. I think this is our most yeah. like our biggest disagreement on a track rating so far. Yeah. Interesting. So it's just funny, to, like you don't enjoy it at all, like just even as like a fun like. Mm-mm. I think nope. it's really irritating. 
Um, yeah. There's a lot of little moving parts in there just kind of grind away at my patience. And it's yeah. like, okay, this is, this is <laughs> my soul already, already stale. Um, yeah. That's we got waiting on a war next. Ah, okay, here we go. This is Something a solid a track, more. and I think it's definitely worthy of like just about any Foo Fighters album. It's very like, but honestly, you remember that song? You know that one? Yeah, and I really like but honestly, actually. Yeah, Mystery. I don't think it's as good as but honestly, but it, it because the build in but honestly was killer. It was amazing, and the riff at the end of but honestly it's it's almost like a perfect song you know in the context of that album at least um but but this one it's basically the same song structure you know and um i feel weird like giving this a six because that seems too low but like giving it a seven like putting it at the same as cloud spotter like six or seven i think i would go in that range mm-hmm. um but the arrangement and the songwriting is really good. I really dig the sound of the vocals, like, and the double tracked, uh, like in the beginning, right in the intro of the first line. I think that sounds really cool. Like, you know, there's always when, whenever artists double track a lot, and you know, pretty common in rock music. Um, it sounds like different people to me. You know, it's like because you can't recreate that when you're doing just one vocal track. Like, it sounds like there's you know, w- when you go to see the Foo Fighters live, you get single track Dave and, you know, double track Dave, you know, his doppelganger who sings double track vocals is uh, is on the albums. Um, but uh, anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, but uh, I actually like it here um, a lot. It's, the vocals sound really good. And the that's the cool thing about him is that he sounds uniquely similar to himself, like throughout just about every album with the exception of like, you know, the very first album where he just didn't know how to sing yet because he hadn't really done it much up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. That's something I'm really happy about and I think is really cool. His voice always sounds the same on albums, most albums. Um, but this one, um, the, I, I have a little bit of a problem with the lyrics. Like, you know, they're kind of hippie sometimes. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, just I felt, wanted to love everyone. I felt you know. the lyrics had some pretty weak moments in them. There wasn't really, you know, I feel like it yeah, was Yeah, I was a wondering on which ones you were referring to. And uh, I, I, I would have to look back over them um, just to mm-hmm. have, like, specifics of which ones. Um, let me look it up real quick. <clears throat> yeah, they're a little bit, like... It yeah, was very like, like on the nose, kind of cheesy. Like, I don't know. I like the sentiment behind it, but at the same time, I I, I don't actually like. I feel like they could have been written a little more eloquently. Um, yeah. Well, you know, they're about like you know Cold War and stuff like yeah. that, or seventies and eighties. It, it's none of the um, verse stuff. I think it's mostly just like the chorus is pretty. And and I mean, this yeah. is maybe hypocritical for me to be like, oh, it's too repetitive, but I feel like here it doesn't work super well. Not that it's done necessarily poorly. Um, it, I don't it, know. it does passably well. Yeah. Um. And like you know. Yeah. 
the build and the outro is nice you know it's not yeah I, I feel like there should have been more dynamics in the outro yeah, you know I've i mentioned this the other day it should have been louder yeah, I, I've heard the whole acoustic to really heavy kind of thing done a million times, and I always enjoy it, but it doesn't always grip me the same way. And for this one, it was a little too short and a little too brief. Um, but overall, yeah, I don't have really any strong feelings to this song one way or another. I think it's it's a pretty nice little acoustic track, um, <laughs> but I don't really think there's a whole lot special going on here. I think it's pretty standard. Doesn't it sound like pretty 2000s, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I think the mix is a little too um, different from something that would have been released back then. Um, maybe maybe the structure and the songwriting and all that. Maybe maybe the, yeah. the feel of the track a little I mean, bit, like but... the arrangement and the melody. Like it's the, the acoustic <laughs> parts um, seem like it seems like it could have been on the radio or something back in the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, I, I think the song is fine. I don't really have any, you know, super positive things or super negative things to say about it. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit it at a pretty neutral five. Yeah. I still think I'd probably give the song like a six or seven um, overall. But I think the build, like, could have been better, like I said. And it was a little bit, it was a little bit corny, like, could I need more, you know? I don't know. It just didn't didn't hit as hard as it could have, and you know, like we've heard how they're capable of better. I think in other songs, for sure. But um, yeah. Well, I need more. So stupid. Um, All right. Well, we got the title track next. Moving in on "Medicine at Midnight." For me, this was the high point of the album. Um, oddly oh. enough, <laughs> actually, I don't love this song but i think there was more here um that kind of appealed to my tastes uh than anywhere else on this album i actually enjoyed it a decent amount um came away feeling pretty a little bit like 70s funky yeah it um i I was gonna say you said they were very bowie inspired on this record for me i got a lot of blondie coming through on this track it sounded a Mm -hmm. lot like something Blondie would have released in the 80s, you know, auto-American, that kind of, you know, feel, maybe Rapture, that very, 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 um, you know, kind of got that new wavy feel to it. And I kind of liked that um, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, very funky. Yeah. I like it because I'm, I'm a fan of, like, very rich mixes like this, you know. <clears throat> they really take advantage of the fact that they have a keyboard player which I really, really like that. Um, they have six members now since Concrete and Gold. And um, although he was basically already in the band anyways, you know, Rami, he'd been playing with them forever. But he, um, yeah, I really like richly layered and arranged things like this. You know, it's just like a fountain of sound is uh, kind of the way I might put it. Um, and uh but I, I really enjoy the rhythms of this song too. Like I said, it's pretty funky and it's got really good vocals. And um, I, I really dig the way, like in the pre-chorus, where the vocal melody goes right along with the um, the guitar, the little palm midi guitar thing. Um, and uh, I actually really like the lyrics on this one too. You know, mm. just 
very intimate and it's, you know he talks about it, it's like just drinking whiskey before bed and stuff like that and so it's just really intimate and cool and like almost candle lit sort of vibe um i don't know well, yeah i um yeah i thought the chorus was pretty pretty nice on this one um at least in comparison to a lot of the chorus sections on this whole album i, I kind of tuned in a little more so on this one um I do want to say that since you mentioned the mix, uh, overall I enjoyed. I thought that the mix on this track was pretty good, but um, I feel like it really took away from the solo, um, considering that it was a decent little guitar solo in in the bridge there. But I, I feel like it was mixed so like EQ'd so unusually into the whole track. You know, it was very hard to make out all the individual little bits. Um, and, and it just kind of didn't get its, you know, proper place. You know, it should have been a little more forward, a little bit more clean, um, especially if they mm-hmm. were trying to actually have like, oh, here's the cool guitar solo on the track, you know, or, or yeah. on the record. And it, it just kind of was very muddy and kind of distant sounding. And um, So overall, you know, that kind of detracted from that a yeah. little bit for me. Um, I but, dug the guitar tone on the solo. Yeah, it was well. it was nice. Yeah, it was a pretty good solo. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really talking about the arrangement more than anything. Yeah, you know, but just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Um, so overall, um, yeah, this was the high point of the record for me. I uh, I, I liked this song. I wasn't blown away. Um, I didn't really like you know get super into it, but overall, I, I thought it was pretty decent. So I'll, I'll give it a six. Yeah. Um, I think I'll put it in the same neighborhood, like six or seven, um, six and a half. Um, I think there was something else I was going to say, but you know, really not much else to say because, you know, but I I did really like this song. All the, this is what I was going to say. It, it isn't like I've said, the kind of thing that makes sense as a Foo Fighters song, but this is, to me, an example of what I was talking about, where Dave is a good enough songwriter and good enough at arranging to where, you know, it's 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 okay sometimes if they go out on a limb, even if they fall on their face, as far as like people's response, you know, um, this is a I think this is a really good um, product of what they were doing, um, and so yeah, it's cool. So what did I already give? Yeah, like yeah you, six you and a half. Said six or seven. seven. Um, it's my favorite song. Next. Ooh, your favorite <laughs> song. That's yeah. Shocking. <laughs> I Why? didn't like this one very much. Um. So no son of mine. No, I like the barn burner's son. Um. No son of mine. No son of mine. Yeah, this was an interesting one. Um. This is. You, to me, I, it's like a very. Where are you gonna go? You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, it, it's a kind of classic Foo Fighters song, but really like old school Foo Fighters because it sounds like it should have been on Saint Cecilia or something. It would have been like one of the best, like the second best song off of Saint Cecilia because all that stuff on that EP was old, um, like really old, and um, it was a lot heavier than a lot of stuff you would hear on the albums typically um 
but I mean, it, it's, it's like it's interesting you, you say know. that because like i really felt like this song like was almost begging to be heavier than it was it felt like it needed to be a lot heavier but it never really kicked in the way that it needed to to give that proper gut punch so what would have done that do you think what would they have had to do Maybe some more distortion, maybe some, some, maybe making it a bit louder, maybe making things sound a bit bigger and a bit fuller. Um, and that's, that's sort of a mixed thing though. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like it, it yeah. needed to be heavier and it wasn't. The same guy has been engineering and produce, or the same guys have been engineering and producing for the last two albums now. So maybe you just don't like them. Uh, it's probably, yeah. uh, it's, yeah, it's probably, you know, his style i'm not a fan of then i haven't listened yeah, like I, I said um i've listened through every foo fighters album except for the last two so i'm, I'm a little bit behind yeah you mean concrete and gold and sonic highways mm-hmm. yeah um this one is it's to me it's just the rock song and it, it's not just like you know anybody can write like a fast kind of punk rock it, it's almost fast enough to be like straight up hardcore punk, mm-hmm. you know, but like done by musicians who are really talented, who are actually talented and, you know, can write good songs, um, which definitely isn't a guarantee in the hardcore punk scene. Um, but um, that it, it actually turned out again, like to just be a really good song too, you know, and, um, I dig the lyrics. Uh, and I dig uh, the riff and just everything about it. Like, I, there's not much I can say other than that. Um, I don't think I gave this one like um, shit. What would I give this one? Like a nine. <laughs> oh man, you're not gonna appreciate what I'm about to say. I have a lot of things I did not like about this song. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Again, I feel like it should have been heavier. Uh, very, very disappointed at the way that the solo was implemented in the track. Not actually as its place in the song, but the way it was mixed, because it like it starts out kind of middle, and as the solo progresses, it, it ends up isolating all the way into your left ear. And that was a mm-hmm. really like strange, because I could like feel it moving over and then just sitting there for the rest of the solo, and I was like, why? why I feel like it was pretty hard to hear, like that? compared to other like it feels like they didn't put it in as like a lead thing but just like you know almost gave it as much volume or space as another rhythm guitar track rather than putting it a little bit higher i just i just thought it was so weird that it was isolated into the left ear for a guitar solo i i mean i guess you know maybe that was an oversight or maybe it was done on purpose i don't know i just thought it was a bit odd maybe that Um, kind of thing that's not the only time that that happens in this uh, album where like there's another song on here where i feel like everything is just further into the left than it is the right and to a point where it's really noticeable and it's not like either mm-hmm. like a piece playing over here and a different instrument over here or it's like you know going back and forth or or it's balanced it's just like there's one other track where it's all over here and i'll, I'll bring mm-hmm. that up in a minute but um a few other things is i really wasn't a fan of the guitar riff going throughout this track um i felt it was a bit grating and even more so than that, I found the backing vocals in the verses to be absolutely obnoxious. Yeah. I was like, that's, was I like, forgot to say that. Like, I was just like, why? why? I hate that. It so doesn't need to be in this song. It's, like, it's completely out of place. And as it's, it yeah. doesn't, it takes some of the edge away, you know, a lot yeah. of the edge away. It's, 
it, it just sounds dumb anyways yeah. you know like what you totally didn't need that it was a totally good song without it um hey, damn anyway I don't know. Uh, I, it's it's uh it's four for me. It's gonna be a four. I don't I don't hate it, but I definitely didn't like it. So. Oh, they were in the chorus too, you know. Like yeah, Here we are living it, and then in the background, it's like, <laughs> like shut the fuck up, get the fuck out of here, you know. Yeah. Like I said, that, usually they don't bother me too much. That was just like for me. That was like the most obnoxious point for me on the album where they were just like overbearing and i'm just ready to not hear them anymore um yeah anyways like i said that's about all i have to say on that one and uh what's next holding poison dude people were saying like this was the the best song off the album like by far i was like what kind of pepto-bismol shit are you smoking right now yeah i this song does not do much for me um I, I, I don't, don't think it's that bad, but for it. you know, I actually, um, I, I was thinking like this is just not that. It just sounds unfinished, and the riff isn't that exactly, good. And exactly, it like, does not feel finished. It feels like there's a lot of pieces that were just kind of thrown in, and then that like whoever was producing or mixing just did not get around to like implementing yeah. all the different pieces properly. And I think it's know, the riff. Um, I, I think yeah. it's a couple of things. Um, it it, it definitely in, is. It's not just one thing. Not entirely the riff. just the riff. I think a lot of it comes down to how the whole thing is mixed. And and like I like I said, that's a running thing for this whole album is I do not like the way that this album is mixed. I think that the EQ is very strange. Like it's very hard to pick different pieces out in this track. Um the let this is the song for me where like through the entire song, it's like the entire mix is in my left ear and there's like almost like a it's it's kind of muted over on my right. Um and, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I feel like there was a lot of, you know, like the keys, there's keys in this song and they're all over here through the whole track. There's none of them floating around over here at all. Um, and like there, there's a we- weird kind of reverb on the vocals towards the final chorus um, that overlaps a bit too much. You know, kind of when they're like building into the final chorus, they start overlapping. Usually when you do something like that, it's layering on harmonies, but I feel like they were just layering on the same vocal line over and over and over a couple of times, just <laughs> off synced. So it was just starting to make this really muddy mess right there. And um, I don't know. That's a lot of complaints really like quickly thrown on there. Um, I feel like the transition into and out of the bridge was very jarring. Um so and and it's like it like I said everything I, comes. I can't in even remember what the bridge sounds like. I just haven't even like listened to it as much. Like, yeah. I don't know. like I said, overall, like the actual song itself, I'm fine with. I just think that there's so many weird choices in the mix here that it, like it doesn't feel finished. It's not bad otherwise. Um, yeah, it sounds like almost a demo. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the lyrics aren't finished. There's like you know two the same line in the lyrics until the very end of the chorus. Or same lyrics at the until the end of the chorus. Um you know, and the riff is just like kind of a caveman <laughs> kind of thing, but it's yeah. not really I don't know. I don't think it's a terrible it's not the worst riff I've ever heard, but it's just like boring. Yeah. And um I think there's actually some really cool fun stuff happening rhythmically in the verse and melodically. You know, the verses are pretty good and the little sounds here and there. Um, I think that's like the click track that they just left in there. 
Um, so I, I, I do sort of dig the, why would I want it? Even though it's really dumb, you know, but towards the end of the chorus, um, but just the normal, like holding the poison down, like, (laughs) you know, it's like, kick that puppy. That, that feels (laughs) so unfinished. And like, I, I, I called this like, at this it was at a time early on when I was feeling particularly negative towards the album as a whole. Um, hadn't had as much time to warm up to it. And this one was like, dude, there's this is like, what are you doing? And I said, um, I can't imagine that they're gonna play this live, like or and if they do, the response is gonna be crap. You know, no people are like, what is, you know, the people who don't know it are like, eh, and the the people who do are like, Oh, they're playing this song, play fucking like you know, monkey wrench or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And so, and then they, somebody asked on um, like Twitter or something, they had like a ask Foo Fighters hashtag or something like that. And they're like, which ones are you looking forward to playing live? And I I knew it, like holding poison wasn't on there. Like Mm -hmm. they said, like making a fire and cloud spotter and what's Love dies young, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, and, and so I, I knew like what that it just wouldn't work live. You can kind of tell. Like, can you imagine go like paying all the money for a Foo Fighters show and standing in there and they're playing this and it's like it's like a loud kind of chaotic rock song and it's supposed to be like yeah, but it's like so not, you know, it's so not yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna give this one. Despite how much I just trashed it, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a horrifically terrible song. Like, you know, I, I'll, I'll give it like like a four. I I because, was hey, this is I think our first overlap because I'm also going to give this track a four. Yeah, it's right, the I one I feel it. like I don't less like the neutral towards. Um, I just feel like if it had been produced in a different way i would have came away feeling a lot better about it and yeah as a result of that i i kind of had to drop my score a little bit um all right moving on chasing birds this actually was another high point of the record for me i i actually really enjoyed this track um also called sucking dick (laughs) yeah i'm guessing you don't like this one huh no, I just wanted to make. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! No, I do like this one. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm just gonna get it out in the open. I think that there's a really odd room on reverb on the vocals in this track, and that's really, as far as this yeah. song goes, that's probably the worst thing I have to say about it. It's not bad. I, I think it's it's yeah. pretty nice. Kind of got this. It it feels like the feeling of being really sad but you're at a park and it's a really sunny afternoon on the weekend but you're still really sad like it's a beautiful day mm-hmm. outside you're just hanging out everyone's having a good time but you're still in just a really really bummed out mood at least that's the feeling it gave me yeah that's interesting because i just thought it was like i thought it was psychedelic and just like hey whatever man like chasing birds i that that was one of my thoughts um, I also thought it was like a smooth jazz song, very smooth jazz kind of sound. 
and but a lot of people are saying it sounds like Beatlesy, like John Lennon, which makes a lot of sense too. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool song because it managed to do do all those things. I think uh, in one song, it, it, it's another one of those things where the arrangement, like the instrumentation, is like you know, you get like a fountain of sound. You know, um, just plenty of melody and plenty of uh, uh, stuff to fill space up and um you know the the um the lyrics i don't really put much stock into i don't think they're great but like again it's like not that i think dave is a bad lyricist at all but you know he certainly doesn't always take the lyrics that seriously um and he certainly didn't in the very very early days of the band um he was just writing like whatever and just like stuff that sounded goofy and cool and whatever but um but he always says lyrics are secondary anyways. So it's like, you know, whatever, but I, I kind of dig the, um, the, the chicks coming in with the background vocals, um, at, at one point in the song and then they stay like till the end. It sounds really nice. Even though I used to hate it. Like I thought it was like, I thought it had the same effect as like when you whisper too long and then your throat gets all scratchy it had that effect on your ears because it's super like breathy mm-hmm. and um, it's just constant. And oddly enough, I didn't of, notice it until like halfway through the song. And yeah. I was like, Oh wait, they're, this they're has been happening the sure. whole time. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what gives it that dreamy kind of feel to it. That yeah. it has. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't really have much else to say about this one. Uh, just a really nice yeah. little track, and I, I'll give it a. I give it a six. I give it a six. I think I, I'll I agree would with listen that. to it again. Chasing birds, you <laughs> get high. <laughs> and here we are yep. at the end. Love dies Love young. Dies young. You know, one of the like most accurate things I've ever seen. Like what in the one of the YouTube comments on the video for this song the audio video was that like this sounds exactly like a like an end credit song of like a teen romance movie you know romantic comedy where somebody gets broken up with or they finally get the chick you know mm-hmm. um it totally sounds like a credit song and that now that's all i can picture is just names scrolling by when i when i listen to this song you know because it's like perfect um and so i i really like this song i think it's it's weird and they made it like kind of fit the sound of this album um with the the synth stuff mm-hmm. particularly and maybe had a couple of other uh, effects that they don't always have on the guitars um but it's still like just a good song and it makes pretty good sense as a foo fighters song like for for the direction that they're going in, it makes good sense, you know. And what a good, good dance, you know. And please tell me you know what I'm referencing. I don't know if I do. <laughs> it's rock and roll like noise pollution, bro. Uh, it's been a minute, dude. It's been a minute. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get as into yeah. ACDCs. That's how he does it live. He goes, "What well, to me it makes with a good, good sing with this chin like <laughs> yeah. that." And but um. Uh. Yeah, and so, yeah, not much else to say about the song. I think, like, melodically, it's really good and just straightforward and straight ahead. And it sounds a lot like these days towards the end, but in, like, a, in a different key. 
Mm -hmm. um, where it's just, you know, in these days it was like just going from back and forth from the two chords and they're kind of doing the same thing. And, um, and, and even the same thing on the bass where uh, Nate is just doing octaves like on different chords instead of doing the root of the different chords. Um, so it, it's, I really dig it because it, it sounds like it, but it doesn't sound like a copy of it at all, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. I thought this was a pretty decent track. I wasn't blown away by it. I thought the lyrics were kind of meh. Um, don't, don't think they're horrible though. I, I just, they were enough for me to take notice though. Um, they definitely like, have the roomy thing, the vocals on this yeah, one too. I mean, it's just this whole album. Um, mm-hmm. That 80s it didn't really bother me like, too much. Like the lead tone on the guitar, man, is just so so 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I couldn't like stop being like, wow, this is like the most 80s thing I've ever heard come out of this group. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's very bright. The whole song is just a very 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 bright song. I think for especially considering like what the Foo Fighters sound is usually a lot more like warm, especially when there's something that has kind of this feel to it. It's a lot warmer and a lot more, you know. Um, nice. I don't know. That wasn't the right word. Um, but it's it's a lot brighter than I'm used to from them, and so it was a little bit surprising. But I, I will say, as an album closer, I feel like it was a bit disappointing. I was expecting at least sort of a bigger moment, or maybe something that yeah. kind of like lulled me into a sense of like closure. Yeah. But this just kind of felt like something that would have made more sense a little further up in the track list somewhere for me personally. Um, yeah. But aside from that, I don't really have super strong feelings towards this one. So again, I'm going to have to give this one sort of a neutral five. Yeah. I I, I kind of agree with you there, like about how maybe there's a better closer. I mean, for this album, like, you know, it's, it's a good closer um, and it works. But I think that, you know, oftentimes, in my opinion, like the closer of an album should be like the most straight ahead most rocking and like melodically best um song and most emotional and maybe anthemic song that's the mm-hmm. way it works a lot of times um yeah generally i i like something that seems like this really big kind of explosion of either emotion or sound or something that's at its highest peak of intensity not necessarily in that encapsulates the whole album encapsulates the whole album sends it off on a really intense note or i like it to be something that is a very like soft and somber if it's appropriate there's a few albums where i feel like ending on a very soft and tender note is very appropriate um i think Mm -hmm. it's very situational um and and for me this one just didn't really deliver um, but I, I, you know, I, I just feel like having something that I didn't think necessarily represented the album sound as a whole with how like, you know, bright and 80s feely it was um, as the final track was a bit, you know, you know, not the most shocking thing ever, but it just didn't quite <laughs> pull through the way I needed it or was hoping that it would. Um, so, yeah, I, I know it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it basically re- like in a general sense, it represents the sound of the album. Like, I mean, I'm not thinking in terms of like, it's a super 80s sounding song, but just like the general vibe, it's like a little bit different, like a quirky Foo Fighters song, 
um, but it's got the basic elements of the Foo Fighters and um, and this sort of new direction that they're going in. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I can see where you're coming from. Um, but I, I think I'm going to give this song a six. I'm afraid I can't be more generous than that at the moment. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, don't feel good about it, but um, that's that's what it is. You know. Uh, so I guess final thoughts on this album. Final thoughts. Uh, not Foo Fighters' best efforts. Um, I don't know. Oh, what, what's our rating as a whole? Also, uh, um, yeah. once I, you get I, done. Not entirely sure if I would continue to use this producer. I'm sure he's very good at his job, <laughs> and I'm sure he's, he's doing a pop producer. Stuff, but I am very much not a fan of the production in the mix on this record and i think that it hurt my um enjoyment of it very drastically and i i do also think i'm not a huge fan of some of the songwriting choices on this record i think it, it was just a bit mm. odd um and i always i love it when artists like to explore and experiment and try new stuff yeah. um i just think that this was not a venture that paid off for yeah the the boys over at the Foo Fighters so unfortunately this this album does not deliver for me um and it's going to probably sit at a solid I'm gonna say probably a four and a half man uh, overall for me personally sorry boys we love you very much (laughs) I like most of your music I promise I think you have great albums and we will always buy your albums no matter what that's a bold statement but we will buy We'll probably almost buy all of your albums. And, I, I've um, listened to all your albums. I only own two. Yeah, I know them very Sorry. well. Um, <laughs> and um, so what would I say? So it seems like your biggest gripe really is like the mix and the production more than the songwriting. Absolutely. I, the songwriting was very, think... very lackluster for me. There was no moments where I'm like, wow, this is a really cool idea. And I think this is really like super interesting to listen to but like it wasn't anything like super, so just kind of bland super if, like the songwriting for you is like straight across the board like just five six yeah i would say probably like five six <clears throat> give or take uh two or three tracks where i think there's some pretty bad stuff going on um which is some of the if the mixes tracks. were better what do you think if the mixes were better i might be willing to give this song a five or a six or this album a five or a six but it's it's just not there's nothing here that is gripping for me at all. Um, unfortunately, I went in with pretty high hopes because I had heard some interesting things about it. Um, but I, you know, I was always trying to keep an open mind, and uh, you know, I, I still look forward to hear what they're going to be putting out in the future, and hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, I think they're gonna probably get a new producer i'm not going to say drop gray because they really like him and um he's you know they're good friends and whatever but um it's usually a zeitgeist thing with this band you know they do a couple albums that are a little more produced and then they go back and they do something like nothing left to lose or wasting light and and sonic highway sonic highways is made on tape too and um so and then you know they start wanting to explore a little bit different options and um, they use pro tools and computers a little bit. And then, you know, 
that's just kind of the way it works. And so, you know, they may go back to doing things that are much more garagey and straight ahead, like those other albums, um, which I think are a lot of their best work. Um, not that, you know, lots and lots of production necessarily equals bad album because it certainly doesn't. Um, but um, that that's sort of my sort of confident prediction not too confident but about whatever they do next um you know i i think they're gonna kind of you know they use drum loops on this album you know that's very not in their typical territory so maybe maybe they'll kind of rein it back in for the ne next time um but um overall uh, I, th I think i gotta what do you say i was just gonna say here's to hoping <laughs> yeah um I think I'm going to give this one overall um, like a six. It's a solid Foo Fighters album. Um, took some wrong turns, but, you know, solid enough. Um, but not so much that I'm going to give it a whole lot of extra points. Uh, and, you know, and people don't, out there don't have to take our reviews or opinions too seriously because, you know, who are we? Who are we? Like, it doesn't matter. Um, and so, but I, I am going to, I'm going to say it's a six for me. All right. Just kicked a puppy for an hour straight. <laughs> hey, man. And then kind of fed it some, you know, doggy weedies here and there, but like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, best to keep it honest, even if it's yeah. not necessarily fun or happy. I'm sure we'll get yep. some stuff that you really, really hate eventually that I make you listen to. So, Oh, it is certain. You didn't really, really hate this one. No, but I'm sure we'll get to something. I, I don't know. I think I, it's 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 not often. I mean, there were a few tracks on here that I really didn't like, but yeah. I think it's, it's... I try to not say that I hate music, but there's definitely stuff out there that I do hate. Um, <clears throat> yep. So... We'll right. get to that eventually. Glad about wraps it up. All right, boys. Drink we your say milk. What we doing, Make your doing bones strong. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't know if I want to say. That's why I asked you. What do you want me to say? But you already gave me an answer, so I'm talking in circles right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next week, we're doing ACDC. That's all I'll say. All um, right. That about wraps it up. Folks. Cool deal. All right, boys, thanks right. for tuning in. Drink your milk. Drink your milk. Milk your udders. Milk your teats. <laughs>